Quinn was still in God's hands, Sylvia reminded herself. Somehow, that assurance was less comforting without the visible form of a trained physician like Ethan Jordan. She closed her eyes to pray. Squeaking steps in the hall carried in Liam and Danny. Cooper perked up. Danny dropped into a chair next to him. Liam was neatly dressed in pressed khakis and a dark green polo shirt, and he looked rested, more rested than Sylvia had seen him appear in the last week. His eyes, though sad, had lost the frantic expression Sylvia saw the day he came into her shop and on Saturday at the health fair before the storm hit. The tension had vacated his shoulders, and he offered his brother an embrace. Now they were five, still silent for the most part, still waiting, still captive to their own thoughts. Nurse Wacker entered the room, and as if on a conductor's cue, all five of them sat erect. I see the gang's all back. The nurse looked at Danny and smiled. I hear I missed quite a tackle yesterday afternoon. Liam furrowed his forehead into four rows. Excuse me? I don't understand. Danny knows, the nurse said. Nicole and Cooper, too. Sylvia sighed. Why was it that lately she was the last to hear about anything? Danny took down one of our transit employees, the nurse said. I had a good reason, Danny muttered. Is Lauren out of surgery? Cooper asked. Not quite, Nurse Wacker said, but Dr. Jordan wanted me to tell you. A shriek pierced the early morning tranquility, jolting everyone but the nurse. That will be room 231, right on schedule, she said. After a few seconds of silence, a fresh scream filled the hall. I'm sorry, the nurse said. I'll have to go help settle her down, or she'll keep doing that and have everyone on the wing awake. She turned and left before any of them could protest. Liam turned to Danny. What was she talking about? Who did you tackle? Bobby's somebody. Danny leaned back in her chair with her hands on her hips. And I'd do it again. Sylvia folded her hands in her lap. Maybe this would be a good time to hear the story. She was the mayor, after all. I tracked down the guy who put that hole in my boat, Danny said. He works here. Somebody had to catch him. Sylvia's eyes moved to Cooper. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Even while she was sitting with Lauren, Sylvia's cell phone had been within reach. Even if one of the recent crimes in Hidden Falls was solved, the mayor would like to know about it. There wasn't much to hear about, Cooper said. Witnesses say Danny assaulted Robert Doerr. Danny shuffled her feet. Think of it as a citizen's arrest. We don't do that around here. Cooper's voice remained as calm as it always did. I wish you'd clue me in on what you suspected. Was I supposed to let him walk out of the hospital? Danny glared. You could give me credit for nabbing him. Sylvia tilted her head at Cooper. Is he the guy? Cooper shrugged. Innocent until proven guilty. Did you arrest him? We took him in, but it was because he took a swing at me when he was trying to get away. 
Sounds like suspicious behavior to me, Sylvia said. I wasn't in uniform, Cooper said. The man had just been knocked down by a stranger. I can see your point, Sylvia glanced at Danny. Whose side are you on? Danny rolled her eyes. This could be the guy who smashed up your store, too. Sylvia knew better than to try to persuade Danny when she was in this kind of mood. Cooper, if you took him in, what happened? The sheriff ordered his release a few hours later. We don't have anything to tie him to Danny's boat. I'll show you the pictures, Danny muttered. You didn't even take the pictures you think incriminate him, Cooper said, and happening on somebody out in the woods is hardly the same as catching him at the scene of the crime. Did you even question him? We didn't get much out of him before he played the I want a lawyer card. Cooper gave a sly smile. But we got his fingerprints. Danny elbowed him. Don't give me false hope. We can at least see if he has a record or if he matches any of the prints we've taken. Sylvia inhaled slowly. You mean in my shop? Cooper nodded. And Quinn's car? He nodded again. Sylvia wasn't sure if she hoped the prints would match any in Quinn's car or not. Fingerprints belonging to somebody with a record might point to foul play. While Sylvia couldn't imagine why Quinn would decide to pick up and go to St. Louis after not leaving the county for more than 30 years, she preferred that mystery to the possibility that someone meant him harm. You know you can't get prints from my boat, Danny said. What are you going to do about that? One step at a time, Cooper answered. What motive would tie everything together? Sylvia asked. She could understand the thefts, but putting Danny's life in danger was a different sort of crime, a fiercer vandalism even than the unbridled destruction in Sylvia's store. We're working on that, Cooper said, but sometimes people like to see what they can get away with. I doubt Danny was supposed to figure out it wasn't an ordinary leak in an old rowboat. Quinn's disappearance, the vandalism in Sylvia's store, Danny's boat wrecked, Lauren in surgery. Sylvia rubbed one eye. Cooper, I'm confident you'll do what you think is right, but if you get any matches on the prints, I hope you'll keep me in the loop. Yes, Mayor. Liam was quiet but peaceful. Danny, usually unflapped, was visibly irritated. Cooper would have to go to work in a couple of hours, but his mind was on Lauren. Nicole hadn't left the confines of the hospital since she and Ethan followed the ambulance from the church the day before yesterday. If Quinn would only come home, or contact somebody...